Welcome, Hustle Class. It's Jermaine. And you know me, it's your boy Eon Slowstroke. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, so um, we made it through another week. Almost um, definitely. Yeah, and today we're going to talk about um, anxiety when it comes to money, mainly in terms of transactions. Yeah, so when I say transaction, I meant like, uh, um, in terms of like the stock market, like okay. whenever you're making your transaction or your order for like, it could be a share contract, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I guess you want to just dive right into it? Yeah, we can. I would say that later on we could probably get into, um, you know, some people, maybe me and you don't have these issues, but some people have bad spending habits where they feel like they have money and it's not being used. All right, cool. Well, and, you know, we could just do this quick then. We'll, do, right, so, we'll do yours first. Go ahead. All right, so um, we have, uh, you know, once you, you know, you make a play in the market, you know what I'm saying, like you'll either fulfill your order of buying contracts, selling uh puts buying puts selling calls buying calls or you'll buy your you know your shares of stock or whatever you know once you make that order a lot of people just sit there and like watch the they'll just watch the stock and all this this idea really of realization came from uh talking to my good man's uh patrick um he pulled up today and we had a good conversation man that was like that was a nice refreshing conversation definitely yeah. a lot of like good uh, revelation and good like just good times man so so yeah so just that anxiety that you get when you like make that transaction you buy those shares or you buy the you know the contracts or whatever yeah options you're buying options yeah options yeah Yeah, you're doing your options you know what i'm saying and you're just like dang son well now i just gotta sit here and watch it like and, and that should never really be the case because unless you're a unless you're a day trader and when i say day trader in this case i mean somebody who literally has unlimited day trades and that's what you do all day you just buy and sell like every hour or every like 50 minutes 30 minutes 20 minutes 10 minutes you know what i'm saying because you're mm-hmm. putting in like i don't know you might put in like ah uh, twenty thousand dollars you know what i'm saying in one in one move and then you just wanted to go up 10 cent once it goes up 10 cent you know what i'm saying you made you made what you wanted to make so you get out for your, you know, your hundred dollar, hundreds of dollars in profit, or your thousands of dollars in profit. So that's those are the people that should really be watching. But you want to make sure that the transactions that you make, whether it's options or whether it's like buying stock, that you're really um confident in whatever you're trading. So that there's definitely some discipline that's needed. Cause me, I've I'm guilty of doing the same thing. Like I'll sit there, I buy it. Especially if it's something that I copped based off of, like, word of mouth, and I didn't do, like, my full research on it, which is my fault. So, excuse me, which is my fault. So, I might buy, I don't know, what if, say, I buy, like, uh, waste management. And just because somebody told me to get that joint, but waste management really isn't something that I know a lot about. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'll be like, oh, well, I just put, like, $5,000 on it, so... Let me look at it and make sure, like, it doesn't go down. But when it goes down, I start to panic because I don't really understand what it is that's going on with the stock versus me being like, oh, well, it's going down, but I'm still expecting to go up based off of this analysis or based off of, you know, these technicalities, you know what I'm saying? But Yeah. 
So you have to have like that confidence of whatever it is you're trading. And if you don't have that confidence in your trading, I'm not talking about emotionally, but if you just don't have that like true confidence with backed up like evidence and support, then you probably shouldn't be trading. And that's easy to say, but hard to do. Because like I said, I do, I do it sometimes. Like I was like, Oh, let me check my phone every like 20 minutes, but that should never be the case. Like if I'm, if I'm not a day trader, I should just look at that joint. I mean, I have day trades, but I should just look at that joint. If it goes to a certain amount, I should just set a stop loss. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. to prevent uh, me from losing so much money. But that's another thing you could do: prevent yourself from losing money. You set a stop loss and you and you uh put in uh limit orders. You know what I'm saying? If you're not really too sure about buying something and you want to like that second guess, you know, put in a limit order while watching it go down. If it goes down to the point where it's like it goes down. And it goes up, but it goes down a little bit more. But it goes up a lot more. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, you might just want to buy that dip. But if it just goes down exponentially, and then you just like, oh yeah, this is my this is my limit order. It meet my limit order, but it's it's continuing to go down. Then that's probably bad. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. So I mean, yeah, it's cool to watch, but you don't want to just get anxious over your over your moves because you want to be confident in whatever it is that you're trading. Because at the end of the day, you are dealing with money and you are dealing with strategy. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's valid. Um, I have nothing else to add. I, I kind of have found myself like pocket watching my my options and kind of like looking at it a little too much. So I can relate when you said you know you gotta kind of just do it and like let it sit. That anxiety that you 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 know, and I feel like I mean it's it, it's anxiety. Like you don't want to lose money. Yeah, I mean, you want to keep your bread. Nobody want to lose money. Right, so you just keep looking at it, money. and that's counterproductive because I mean if we're thinking about an sense of like you're learning as you go along like having confidence and trust in the decisions you've made it has value and also having you know learning how to use like stop losses and um, limit orders is also very important too to help you prevent losses and get in when you need to so, so for the people out there you know for the new people like in the market and things like that who don't really know what's going on too much um just a little quick definition for you a stop loss is pretty much just it's just that like it's something you you put in after you've you know, after you've bought your 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 option or you've purchased your shares of stock. You know what I'm saying? Once you put in the order to sell the um the option or the stocks at you know a specific price point that you don't want the stock to fall under. So, say if I bought um Amazon and it fell under twenty three hundred dollars, but my stop loss is for twenty two hundred dollars. It didn't fall to $2,200. It just fell under $2,300. It won't sell on its own. But for me, that's like, okay, well, it still fell too much. So let me just sell it myself. You could do that. But with a stop loss, is, it's just like an automated thing where the mach- where the, uh, the service will, will just take care of it for you. You know what I'm saying? So it's like having a concierge or a second pair of eyes for whenever you're, you're doing something else. Or, and well, not or, but. Another thing, the limit order. Limit order is, you know, the amount that you're willing to pay for, you know, a certain option or a certain stock. So, say I want to buy Macy's at seven dollars, but it's at seven o five. You know what I'm saying? You put in a limit order. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes it may never say that it hit seven dollars, but there may be somebody willing to sell it for seven dollars. So. 
Sometimes it might execute, sometimes it may not, but you put in a limit order and it may drop the six fifty nine and it'll still sell for seven, but then it might drop jump back up to seven oh six instead of seven oh five. So mm-hmm. so you still fulfill that order, you know what I'm saying? So so those are good um you know, like good, you know, common strategies used to, you know, protect yourself. And you can also lose use uh stop losses to protect like your your winnings. So say if you're up I don't know. You're up on a stock like three hundred dollars, and the the stock is at like ninety five dollars, but you're up three hundred. You say, okay, well, I can afford to lose. I don't want to sit here and watch it, but I want it to keep going up. But in the event that it doesn't, I'm only willing to lose like five percent of my profit or whatever. So you say, all right, well, if it's at ninety five, I'll sell it. If it goes to you know ninety, ninety four, seven five. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Ninety four seven five. You're gonna, it's gonna sell because that's the, you know, the stop loss you put on it. So, yeah. but it doesn't necessarily. I'm saying it doesn't have to necessarily be under the price that that you bought it for. It could be whatever price that you want to set it as, but it it just won't sell, you know, above that. But also, there's been cases where like if a stock drops like really fast, and it surpasses your uh your stop loss so quick that it just won't sell so sometimes it'll have to go back up in order to sell at your stop loss so just also be mindful of that but it's just something there to protect your your peace of mind and your money yeah that's valid um a lot of the times when it involves options there are two main things that people are kind of focused on when it comes to i guess everything so they execute an order and they don't want it to go too low too fast because they feel like, oh, I, I really have thought into this. I really think it's going to do something. Like if you put in a dollar and like in an hour that dollar turns to, into 85 cent, you're going to be like, all right, like what's going on? You might want to pull it out. But at the same time, if you have a stop loss and you have a stop loss at 85, now you're pulled out of that move. But what if it hikes back up? Right. People are going to be in their feelings. Another thing is they don't want to set um, – a limit order because they might be like, okay, um, I think it's going to go here. So let me get it at a dollar. And then, you know, they actually end up, it actually ends up surpassing, um, what their limit order was. Mm -hmm. And so it's kind of like, dang, I could have got the, I could have got an even better deal on this or a good example with that is one time. Right. I think I had a, I had an option, uh, for a call. Right. And, you know, I gotten it, you know, I was chilling. I ain't set no, like, um, no sell, no sell order so that it would sell at a certain price. I just kind of kept it. You know, you go, you go into the office, you go and do one, two, one <laughs> or two things. Yeah. You come back out and you see it's maybe at the same price or a little lower. And you look throughout the day and you see that it went up like double the price at one point. And you're like, dang, if I had known, like, so I had like a dollar before. I had a dollar in it. The dollar turned to like 250 during the day mm-hmm. and then came back down to like a dollar 15. Right? So it's kind of like, dang like man but even if you had set an, uh, a limit for it to be sold that limit probably 250 might have been too unrealistic to me i might have set it at 150 and i might have right. came back and said dang i missed out on 250 so sometimes you know this whole anxiety thing is triggered by dang i'm not gonna make it i'm not gonna make enough damn i'm gonna lose a lot and you kind of like can get trapped in that that's um, what it could be a thing of greed like it's happened it's to me before times. Yeah, like yeah. you'd be like oh well I could have got more. I could get more. I could get more. Yep, like, yep, yep. Like, ooh, I should just wait. And then it like, 
and then it reaches something. You're waiting for it to hit 760, but it hits 758, and you're like, yeah, it hit 760. And then it drops to 759, and you're like, it'll go back up, and then it goes back up. But then it's like, oh, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. So it's 749, then it's like, ah, and then it just starts to fall to like 720, and you're like, dang, I should have just took that joint. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. So a lot of that happens with this stuff, and um, honestly, um, the method that has been that that's. Because when you look at stocks, right, if this is something that you're going to be doing short term, I guess like short term, you might want to get some quick big plays and not do it anymore. But I mean, if you if you're winning in a game, you don't want to quit. Like if you're winning, you don't want to quit. So since chances are you're getting into the stock game, you're going to be in it for a while. You want to learn how to kind of um, take consistent wins. So, you know, every time you get into a play, say, you know what, I want to make, let's say, 10 percent. I want to make 15 percent on it. And you can go into it just knowing what you're expecting out of the whole market. So if I knew that, oh, Facebook is about to sign a deal with Shopify, then I'm looking at, okay, let's see if I can get a 50% on this. Or let me see if I can get like a 60% on it. But if I'm just like, oh, it looks like it's going up. I think it's going to keep going up. You could try to get like a 10 or 15% gain on it and then pull your money out. So lots of consistent wins over time is going to make better for you moving forward than being excessively greedy. Because if you're excessively greedy, you're going to lose more at the end of the day. It's proven like countless times over that if you looking for the quick buck chances are you'd win a lot but you'd lose a lot too you'd probably lose more than you won so um consistent gains consistent w's you know what i'm saying we want to keep all money on the table we don't want to lose bread yeah so let's get back to the little idea that you just had like a couple of minutes ago you know what i'm saying before mm-hmm. we actually got to this topic what are you talking about um so i was talking about the fact that um i know a lot of people who sometimes like find themselves and so we talked about anxiety in the market now anxiety of just having money like some people have money and it's like okay i have two g's my two Where g's is sitting here and it's been three weeks and i haven't spent it i haven't done anything with it let me cop these shoes let me let me spend something because like what am i doing like people feel that a lot and so they end up you know then that's where they you know may overshop, get something they don't need realize you know you know, they might have got it cheaper elsewhere or something like that. You know, just like, let me get rid of this bread. Let me get some That's stuff. That's valid. So it just me? sounds to me like it's just like poor decision making. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. I mean, everything you have, like, and that's the hardest thing for me. Like, every time, and I try to protect myself from that joint, like, even in my stock portfolio. Like, if I have mm-hmm. a lot of buying power, like, my buying power is over, like, 250 i I'd be like, all right, let me try to take this money out of my account. But if Robinhood puts you on, a, like, a probation to where you can't take your money out, and it's days, a gimmick. Yeah. Yep. They get it's me every terrible. time. Yeah, yeah, it's Son, terrible. They got me this week. I made like <laughs> on on Tuesday. I made like two hundred fifty dollars, like thirty minutes after the market opened, and and I was tight because I'm like, alright let me get out, son. They said, they said we're gonna hold this for you. You can spend it, but you just can't take it to where you want to take it. So I was mm. just like, I, 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 and then I was like, oh wait, this this joint over here looking kind of cute. Let me, go, spend let me more. go highlight this. And next thing I know, I'm putting in, I'm putting transferring money to my account. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I said they done got me again. And I ended up spending over a thousand dollars this week, like just on stocks. But I mean, I'd rather buy stocks than to spend a thousand dollars on like contracts. So I mean, on options. So because stocks, I, I can trust it more. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, hundred percent. Well, shares, I should say, I can trust shares more than I can the options. Yeah. Hundred percent. So uh, you brought up a very good point, and it's kind of like, you know, they try to get you with that. Like they got me with that too. 
um, <laughs> you know. But that's one one wow. thing that I like to do with stocks because of that is I, I don't like to take any money out of my portfolio. So once money enters my portfolio, I consider it gone. Like it's in there and it's not coming out. So I never withdraw the money from my portfolio. I just you know double back. I reinvest. So either I buy like today I was able to get ten ten really nice shares, as well as do my options plays. So. You know, I, I started keeping a limited amount of money in my buying power because I realized I was overspending. Like, I was doing, putting too much money towards options because everything looks good. But when you conserve how much bread you put in it, you start to make better decisions. Like, for me to know, like, because, for example, if I talk to you, I might get three plays. I talk to my other men, I might get another three. I talk to enough people, I got 15 plays. And if I have a G and a half sitting there, I could probably make 15 plays. But, you know what I'm saying, are all those 15 plays good? I might win some, I might lose some. I might not care too much about it, but I'll probably research it a little more if I don't have that much money to execute my 15. Then I need to break that 15 down into five. I need to break that five down into three so I can make very calculated plays and have an overall W. Um, I see where you're coming from. So that's kind of how I do it because, I mean, I've I've taken I've taken L's. Like, I mean, I've, I've taken dubs, don't get me wrong, but, I mean, uh. Eon was here when, I, when, I, when we seen Small Direct Club tank. And your boy Jermaine was in it, still hoping. I tried to tell this man. Wishing, wishing on a prayer. <laughs> I told this man, I said, son, don't wait until after earnings. Like, just go ahead and, like, get rid of it. You up, however much you up. And this dude was like, nah. Bruh. What? I love this stock. I love Smile Direct Club. I need Smile Direct Club. Yeah, bruh. I breathe Smile Direct Club. Bro. bro. You would have thought I was. Oh, the, you would have thought I was a damn CEO. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like. <laughs> I, he was like Jermaine. Watch. I was like, nah, yeah, nah. Know. But yeah, I had to sell that joint off. I mean, I don't lie about the market, bro. I just, I just don't lie about yeah. the market. When he gave me like, when he gave me his like third warning, I, I pulled out like half of my shares. Then it kept going, and I just pulled out the rest. So I had an overall loss when I was up, like, eighty percent, ninety percent. Mm-hmm. Would have been a great. I mean, bro, I would have taken my man's. We would have had nice roof, Chris. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nice throw a little Chris. bone for Bentley, and it wouldn't be. It wouldn't be on us. It'd be on the stocks. Yeah, you know hello, what I'm saying? hello. <laughs> on the what? market. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what shorty? What, what they saying? That shorty low song. How about that pretty bump? Like hello, hello, hello. R.I.P. R.I.P. Yeah, man, he was a good one. Yeah. Um. So that's. That's kind of what I was saying because even sometimes, I mean, I could confess, I could get like that sometimes where like I won't have any monetary transaction. I'll be like, yo, am I doing something wrong? Like, could I pay off a bill? Like, do I have like debt? Like, do I what? And that some sometimes that could come with not scheduling stuff. Like, if you schedule stuff, you'll have everything down. But you always be wondering like, dang, am I doing something right? Am I doing something wrong? And I feel like part of it stems from the fact that a lot of us, um, live check to check or kind of like get money fast and let it leave fast too. So when you kind of are getting out of that cycle, like now I'm investing, now I'm saving, now I'm doing, making right, like better decisions. I feel like it's a little transitional period. I feel like a lot of us are addicted to the stress and the anxiety. Like <laughs> yeah. it, it kind of like, you know, why do people gamble? It's like you get a little, you yeah, know, get like, a little rush. Yeah, pinch you on your elbow. Yeah, right. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I feel like that's, that's something that has to be addressed. And it's, it's not the best practice. Like, it's not. That's not how. That's not how you win. Nah, you don't want. You don't want to. You don't want to play that game. Yeah. I mean, you wanna. You wanna. You wanna make money. And you wanna have fun in the stock market. Cause I mean, to me, the stock market is actually entertaining. Mm-hmm. It's it's interesting. You know what I'm saying? Like I have fun when I trade and when I when I make my money and stuff like that. It's fun. I mean, losing money isn't great, but I mean, 
I might still have fun with that stock because yeah. I'm I'm like enjoying. I'm like yo yo look at this look at this. I told you I told you I told you hundred dollars. I told you right there. And then it's like, what was you saying? Uh, yeah, it definitely yeah, is. Yeah, like so I've been hyped a couple times. I tell you that I've been hyped and humbled. Hey man, hundred percent. Yeah, so. But yeah, um, so I see that one of the things that you had mentioned was um, like confidence in in like the plays, right? So. In terms of like confidence, what are some ways that you feel like people who maybe at this point haven't even gotten into it, or some people might just be taking advice from another person? How do you build more confidence in yourself? I mean, like I, I said this, you know, when I gave my explanation a slightly bit earlier, you know what I'm saying? Like, you you have to do your own research, you have to do your own analysis, and if you, it's sometimes for people. They want to do it, but they just don't know how. I mean, ask people how did they do their analysis. Ask the people that, that told you about it. Oh, how did you do that analysis on this? You know what I'm saying? Show me how to do that mm-hmm. so I can do it later. Or they'd be like, all right, well, how did you, where did you see the research for it? Send me some articles. Who said yep. what? Yep. Show me the tweets. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And and that's that's pretty much how you do it. Like, you, you have to find the news find multiple multiple sources of the same news um checking with the experts you know what i'm saying a lot of the experts they might be trading the same thing just at a higher percentage and they might be able to like you might be able to like read what they said oh yeah i'm going all in on this because you know xyz or or wah 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 you know what i'm saying whatever they got going on you know what i'm saying they'll they'll say why maybe sometimes they don't Mm -hmm. but it or it could be in the form of a tweet you know what i'm saying so it's like all right well you know Get enough, get enough confidence by volume and by like, uh, you know, actual documentation, yeah. and then also look at the charts. You know what I'm saying? Learn how to chart, and also, I mean, as previously mentioned, you know, ask. There's nothing yeah. wrong with asking the no person asking. who. I, I every time somebody tell me about something, I'll be like, so why you think that? Why do you think that? Why do you think? Why do you think UPS is going up? Why do you think Smile Direct Club was going up? Yeah. Why do you think you know Square is going up? Why? Why? Why is? Why do you think Tesla might go up? You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. It's never wrong with asking why. It, sometimes it challenges the person that's advising you because it's like, oh wait, pushes them a little further. Let me make like, sure. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because this person might be on their stuff. But I mean, in reality, you just want to have supporting evidence. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. To make you feel better. Mm-hmm. I agree. I, I like that point. I would say, um, you know, some of the news outlets I use definitely. Um, I use Robinhood's news. Um, I definitely social media like, you know, what I'm saying um, different group chats of other people who are like trading and like are investing. You know, ask them like their reasoning why, and you know, sometimes people might just drop a whole article in that journal. Might not even say nothing. Just drop an article in that journal and let you, you know, see for yourself. Um, and also I would say one good thing to have more confidence is not jumping in late. Like when, when some, when news has already been given and you see that things have already shaken, I mean, on the stock market, there's a thousand ways to make money. Honestly, like there's not just one company that's one and done. Like every company, every day a company goes up, every day a company goes down. It's just kind of like is, is the nature of the market. Um, so definitely try to get into plays early and, how to do that just having new sites um you know giving you notifications and stuff like that instead of getting push notifications from ig about who dm'd you have a push notification from google news telling you what's up so um yeah that's that um i think we could get into 
market moves for the week. I mean, Ian was saying this week he made some, you know, he made some powerful moves. You want to talk about that a little bit? Some of the I things mean, you did. I, can, I just keep this joint brief. I like the I like the fact that the episode can actually kind of be short. But All right. Oh yeah. No. But no. yeah. So um, I'll I did um, what is it? Avis. Avis is like one of my one of my favorite joints to trade. It's it's like a wild card. Never know what it's gonna do, but I always it always treats me well. I get in at the right times. I leave at the perfect time. So, mm-hmm. so Avis. Um, but I wouldn't recommend trading Avis right now because I don't really know if it's over oversold or not or overbought. But it's it's just too high right now, and it's not pushing. It's not pushing past resistance. Okay. So I wouldn't recommend uh, buying Avis right now. Because once it hit that, I told people, I said, son, either it's going to go to $23 or it's going to go back down to uh, to 18 So once it got rejected at that $22, uh, you know, resistance, then it just kept staying under $22. It was like $21.80, like $19 something. Like today, it fell all the way down to 19 But me, I got out on uh, Tuesday or Wednesday. Smart man. For... No, I got out on Wednesday because cause the market was closed on Monday. So I got on on Wednesday. Yeah, because I was like, all right, well, Tuesday, I know. Because when it went to $20 on Tuesday, I was like, all right, it's definitely going to go to $21 tomorrow. Well, it went to 19 I'm sorry. It went to 19 on Mon- on Tuesday. And I was like, all right, it'll definitely go to 20 tomorrow. When it goes to 20 I'm going to try to get out. But I waited until it got to, like, 20 90 almost 21 And I said, all right, well, I'm getting out. And that was Wednesday. And I got out and made, like, 120 I mean, $220, you know what I'm saying, profit. So that was good. Off of one call. So Money man E. Yeah, you know me. And then I made, like, another, like, what, maybe 100 and something more options. Or, no, another, like, 50 on options that I sold. And then I made... Uh, another like 200, 100 or 200 on some stocks that I actually bought. I bought 300 shares of some stocks plus another 100 of Macy's and I bought some other stuff. So, so yeah, so I made like a couple hundred off of that joint. So, yeah, I mean, that's good. Just, just chilling. Like, my, my portfolio said I was up like 700 or something. I don't know. I wasn't paying attention. That's good, man. My man's it's e, okay. my man's E's increasing the net worth. It's alright. I ain't doing um, much. I ain't hurting nobody. Hey man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm in the I'm in the David. I got I got some you know. So I did like a a limit order. You know, hoping that things not hoping that things might drop, but if things dropped, you know what I'm saying. I was gonna get that bag. So I did a limit order on SPCE and uh, David Buses, which is P L A Y. That's the ticker, and um, you know. Um, I, I really like dollar cost averaging when it comes to actually purchasing stock to hold long term because then it's like I'm never spending too much. I'm never spending too little. I'm spending just right. Like if it drops below a price that, you know, I've been eyeing for a while, I'll make sure I cop a good amount. Now, a good amount for some people might be like 100 shares, 200 shares. Like, bro, we broke out here. So, you know, my, I'm, I'm, yourself. Like, yeah, <laughs> I, I definitely it. am. Like, yeah, so I, I, I got my little five shares on, and you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know? Take take a couple of rocks, move a couple of rocks, and then that's how you move a mountain. So you know, step by step. Um, and then for options, I think I did. Uh, where did I make money? I made money on uh, J P Morgan. One of my oh, mans was telling me, yeah, J P was going up. 
or trying to go up by the end of the week. So I made like a quick Tuesday play, so that jump Wednesday morning, and then after that it just dropped. So I'm glad that that jump happened. I did that jump fast, and then I think it was JP, and there was one more that I did, and it was it was fire. Eh, I forget what it was. I think it might have been Baidu, and the Baidu is basically, you know, the whole China sanctions. You know what I'm saying? So. A lot of the China-based or Asian-based stocks are kind of like dwindling. Like, there's no telling what they're really gonna do. And then stuff I'm in, I'm in right now for next week is gonna be SPCE um, with a call with that, and then Snap, cause Snap just hit its 52-week high, so I'm in there. Oh, you bought Snap already? Um, nah, like options. Oh, okay, yeah, cool. I already bought it. So I, I bought it like I'm gonna say around 11 a.m. and I was mm-hmm. kind of just watching the trend line and like stuff like that, how things were going and. Um, it kept on hitting resistance and it wasn't it hit its 52 week high and then it came down to resistance which was right below it and it wasn't hitting it so I was like dang it's gonna keep going so Snapchat is on so the way so it can't was it hitting the support or was it hitting resistance cause I'm confused on oh yeah my bad saying. it was hitting support oh okay so the res- it passed the resistance hit its 52 week high then the resistance turned into support and then after that it just wasn't going below support so it has me thinking that at least Snap is probably gonna be good for at least another like couple days if not a week you know you can never tell with the market but according to like the lines all it takes is the right person to say the wrong thing so uh right hey for all you know i might have just doomed uh snap if but I did, uh i don't my apologies so. to the ceo ouch but it, it is what it is pretty much well that's it for the episode so i mean we will talk to y'all next week yeah man that's it oh wow look i just made another 83 dollars Look at that. Money, money, <laughs> All right, I'm done. I'm done. Yes, sir. All, All right. right. Peace out, son. Yes, sir.